Yeah? Perverted? And welcome to Are We There Yet? An Education and Exploration of Anime. I am your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I am an anime expert, Dana Hollander. I'm Brendan. I don't get a title. I feel like expert's too too generous for me. <laughs> uh, uh, scholar? Do you want to go scholar or uh, something? Uh, I'm, I'm your anime. I'm your anime undergrad. I'm still working that. on that title. <laughs> that. That makes sense. I get drunk and, and watch anime, just like a college student. <laughs> and uh, joining us this week, we have our first guest. Uh, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Paul. I'm Dana's boyfriend. I'm the anime guest of the week. You're the anime traveling professor. Like <laughs> the substitute. That. The guest speaker. <laughs> yes. This week, we are watching uh, Fooly Cooly, FLCL. I don't know which one's official. I ho- hopefully someone will teach me that. Mm-hmm. Also, Foodie Cootie. <laughs> Foodie oh, Cootie. Okay. Uh, so already I'm messing it up. Which is pretty much, you know, just how Japanese people would pronounce it. It's got a few names. Yeah. It's a mysterious entity with many names. It is definitely strange. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so what is the reasoning for uh, picking this? Paul, you actually picked this one this week, if you want to walk us through why uh, this made the cut. Well, Fooly Cooly is probably one of my favorite animes, I think. It's weird, and I used to watch it in the middle of the night when I was like 12, I think. This has been a recurring theme for us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Late night anime sessions. Late night anime. I think the first episode I watched was the last episode. It didn't make any sense, so I watched the first episode, and it didn't make any sense, <laughs> so I kept watching, and mm-hmm. it's been, how old am I? It's been what? 10 years after, wow. and I still watch it. I just really like it. I feel like that's a common, especially with this show, it's a common uh, story of like, yeah, I grabbed a ran- I found a random episode one night, I had no idea what was going on, and just stuck with it, because I mean, that's how I did That's how a lot of my friends saw it. Well, for me, it was like... I saw some of it. I watched all of it, I think, but I just didn't pay good attention. And mm. then it's kind of more of like, yeah, I watched one episode and it didn't make sense. And then I watched the whole thing and it didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> you yes. are selling this so well to me right now. I know, right? But I'm so curious to know what Dugs thinks it's about. <laughs> yeah, so this is another show I knew nothing about except the title and that it was coming back in some way. Uh, mm-hmm. as of now but i'm gonna say it is about uh based off the title i'm i'm going it's a sequel to the hit game ftl <laughs> it's flcl uh so it's a uh top-down real-time strategy anime uh where you fly a spaceship god i wish i mean it's not too that's not too far off <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm on track shout out to justin ma creator of ftl Make an anime. It could work. Yeah, call us up. We'll we'll help you. I, we can't do anything. <laughs> uh, we'll just nod approvingly go, hmm, yes, quite. All right. Uh, so we will uh, stop and watch the episodes, and we will be right back.
had to watch this twice because it was <laughs> it was just undigestible to me on the first viewing. <laughs> it's very much. It's, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot for a short series. It's like yeah. a I like, think it's actually a miniseries, yeah. For the past couple episodes, I realize I've been kind of guiding us through the episodes and saying, this is where we are, this is what's going on. Mm-hmm. And in th- this particular instance, <laughs> it all happens so fast that I have trouble remembering exactly where where we are at what point in time. So Paul kind of might have to <laughs> <Got> help <us>. me. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was like, I sort of host, I need to pull my weight. I'll start uh, saying what happens in the episodes, but I cannot help you this week. I cannot <laughs> uh, even begin to uh, understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, F- Fully Coolie is our anime vision quest, and Paul is our spirit guide. <laughs> Follow me through the anime wilds. The power within. The power within. We all took peyote. <laughs> I feel like it. It's it's odd, yeah. It's it's trippy as shit. Uh, starting towards the beginning, I want to uh, point out that I was expecting an anime intro, and I did not get an anime intro. I was, yeah, that when we started off. watching it, I was like, oh yeah, there isn't one. It just goes. Yeah, it just which is, happens. Which is kind of interesting, considering how... Mm, I don't know if the show's necessarily music-oriented, but how impactful the music is in the episodes. Because I know the band's... Uh, the pillows yeah uh got a huge following after the show mm-hmm. because That's... it's just so like all of their music i think is the pillows i think it's one band yeah it's it's all the pillows that does like they do every track it's pretty cool i i i really like their music i think they're tight mm-hmm. yeah i was really enjoying it uh i i was getting the strong scott pilgrim vibes that uh yeah. <laughs> came from this yeah, yeah. so i guess we Start off with Naota and Mamimi hanging out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're hanging out under the bridge where all the cool kids go, I guess. Gotta pay the troll toll. Boys hole. Oh, something came out of that hole. Also, also, (laughs) I mean, if it's where the cool kids hang out, they're the cool kids. Oh yeah, I immediately take that back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Recon. It's They're just hanging out. My my first note is literally a quote, and it says, What are you talking about? And I put, oh, me too. <laughs> but now uh, yeah. just complaining about how boring the town is. Yeah, nothing ever interesting happens. Which feels like a quote in probably every anime ever. And then, like, a dragon shows up, or, like, aliens, like, then something incredible happens. I mean, yeah. it's the premise of every anime, I suppose. I was starting to think, like, hey, oh, is this gonna be, like, my first slice of life anime? But <laughs> then, then, like, the next scene, uh, they move up on top of the bridge, uh, where they are ambushed uh, mm-hmm. by a mysterious stranger on a moped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't like sour drinks. And my favorite note that I wrote this whole time is when he give, when she gives him the sour drink, he says, this is half empty, and he throws it. So I wrote, this bitch is half empty. Yeet! Yeet! <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> I wasn't proud of it, but I thought the same thing. <laughs> I also, very early on, this is my fifth note down the page, I put, man, dubs have really gotten better over the years. No, yeah, this is uh, rough. Yeah, I yeah. think... I think the the voice I have the most trouble with is Mamimi. I just feel like her voice is like 
it doesn't look good with her. It doesn't sound good with her, I mean. You know. I think she's a pretty reserved character. Like, when she was talking, her mouth didn't move that much. Versus, like, some of the other characters, like Hikaru, whose mouth is just going crazy on a mile a minute. Haruka. Haruka. I'm terrible with names. That's going to be a trend in this uh, podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, her mouth's going like a mile a minute and, you know, just flying all over the place. Versus Mamimi, who seems to be very reserved and, yeah, I don't know about quiet, but a quiet, like, personality. So, she'll be talking, but her mouth won't even be moving that much. So, it takes... There's a few times where I was like, wait, is she just thinking this, or... Um, mm. uh, the main character. I, I kept writing his name down as uh, Takun. Um, but I think it was a nickname for him. Yeah, yeah. his name's Naota. Uh, yeah, a few times with him, he was talking or thinking, and I couldn't naturally differentiate because it wasn't showing the mouth. Yeah, it was kind of hard to follow what was the inside thoughts. Yeah. Stylistic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're ambushed. Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing I noticed, my first note was, very yellow. Like, this whole mm. series has just got a big coating of yellow and, like, a light orange across everything, it seems like. Yeah. Which isn't bad, yeah. but... Definitely, you know, separates and gives it a specific style to it. Pretty yeah. ethereal. Mm-hmm. A lot of afternoon vibes of, like, post-school uh, between, like, 3 and 5 when you're supposed to be home. Yeah. And you can just kind of, like, fuck around and do whatever. It also yeah, feels, this feels like... like a very September show. Yeah. Of, like, mm-hmm. early school. It also feels like, if you think about it in a different tone, a little grimy, which I mm-hmm. feel like is also pretty indicative of what the show is and what happens in it yeah it's a little nasty yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, i say i wouldn't say it's a pretty show but like not as an insult like if they were intentionally going for that kind of rough uh rough around the edges like nothing's very clean it's very jagged for a lot of the style Mm -hmm. but it works yeah haruka rides in a new challenger appears. I love... Man, I love the direction they've gone with Smash Ultimate. Oh my god. Nothing's off the table this time around. She'd be great, actually. If Haruka gets in before Waluigi. Oh, man. Oh, I'd never trust Nintendo again. I'd be fine with it. Oh, but I wrote down, like, she's kind of just this agent of chaos. Because before this, like Duke said... It kind of just seems like a slice of life. It just seemed like pretty chill. Two kids hanging out, talking. And, like, everything seemed pretty tame. And then she comes, like, flying in out of nowhere, rolling around on her uh, moped, screaming super loud. Like, anytime she appears, it just becomes a crazy, over-the-top anime. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, specifically centered around her whenever she's in a scene. That's what happens when you hang out with people that are just too extra. <laughs> Mm-mm. I love her. <laughs> I think she's very funny and very pretty. I like her eyes. <laughs> the yellow eyes. Yeah. No, yeah, she is uh, definitely my favorite character. Mm-hmm. Of, because she actually has stuff going on and has, like, a personality. <laughs> yeah. Which mm-hmm. isn't super pronounced in the other two. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, they have personality, they're just not good personality. <laughs> they're just shitty people. Oh, something something we skipped over is that um, Mamimi and Naota kind of f- fool around? Yeah. yeah. This this kind of 
I, I remembered it from the series from when I first watched it, but I didn't realize it happened so early. Like, they kind not even kind of address it, but allude to it so quickly. It's within the first five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three minutes, maybe. And Paul actually put it in a really interesting way that I think we should probably get to in, like, a little bit. But, like... Yeah, there's, it, I definitely want to he, talk about he it He makes it make a lot mm-hmm. of sense. And I think it's really cool and interesting when he explained it to me. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But anyway. Insightful. Yeah. Because yeah. I got an idea, but like I said, I don't remember a ton, so I don't know how true it is, so I'd be interested to hear what uh, Paul has to say, because he knows more than all of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. But Saharka smacks Nauta with her bass guitar. Mm. Slap of the bass. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Youch. It just square in the head. Yeah, he gets run over by the moped, gets hit in the head. And they think he's dead because he's, like, out cold. Man, wasn't entertainment and cartoons much more fun before we understood what concussions were? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This this series is tainted by the developments in football science. (laughs) (laughs) Every main character of an anime now wears a football helmet. Gotta protect the noodle. Take that dome piece. I mean, mm-hmm. he's coming from a person who's cracked his skull open three separate times. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. Hits it's close su- to home. Yeah, it turns out it's super easy to do when you're a soft, squishy baby with a soft skull. <laughs> <laughs> I turned out as gray. Well, I mean, you never remember names, so. That's not my fault. I don't understand Japanese. <laughs> that's not true. I don't remember English, American cartoons either. I just don't care about people. I'm dead inside. Oh. And Brendan's a sociopath. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, moving on. The, back to the new stuff. Yeah. Uh, so he gets smacked in the head, and uh, we see he's got, like, a big, super square lump. Like, an absurdly long square bruise coming out of his forehead. Yeah, not normal. Not necessarily mm. normal. No. <laughs> And, uh, but it's able to, like, go back in when he just pushes on it. So he just puts a band-aid over top of it to keep it from exploding out of his face. He, uh, what happens right after that? He goes home? Or, uh, yeah, he goes home and then starts hiding the horn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it cuts to him in school the next day with the big bandage on his head. Uh, oh, and yeah. everyone's talking about the, uh, mysterious demon woman on a, uh, Vespa that was seen last night yeah made quite a name for herself real quick mm-hmm. yeah i love but... glasses boy <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has in my opinion i wrote this later on too i think in the second episode but i feel like he has the best voice actor <laughs> <laughs> it, he seems to be the over the top uh high energy friend out of that friend group he exposition seems be... <laughs> he always seems quick to react to stuff Although, in this show, give me all the exposition, because I have no idea what's going on. Good point. Things happen yeah. just so fast. I forgot how like fast everything happens in this show. Reminiscent of Death Note, but different. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And even Soul Eater, we skipped like from episode 1 to, like episode I think, like 7 to then 23 or so. Because yeah. it's just like, yeah, this just drags out for, you know, five episodes. We don't need any of this. Versus this show, which is only six episodes. It's like, we gotta go, 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 quick, quick, quick. So yeah, uh, when he's going on about her, I forget exactly what this is in reference to, but he says, 
uh, he she gives you something that shows you've been doing naughty things and it never goes away. It's a sting. She leaves like a mark yeah. on you, like a bug stings mm. you. So I wrote, I love abstinence. <laughs> <laughs> Leave room for Jesus. I mean, this is the first hint at like what this show is really about, what it's trying to convey. Hmm. 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 Uh, I thought that also was a hint at uh, Takun's and uh, Mamimi's, uh, you know, fooling around from earlier. Yeah. She... I thought that was kind of a hint towards that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of an indication that's like, yeah, it's not just, you know, a tickle fight. Well, mm-hmm. no, I was going to say an innocent we tickle fight, but that's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Subtlety, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Too much nudging. <laughs> uh, yeah, so his classmates see he's got like a little red sting mark on his neck and immediately start screaming that he's a pervert, which, I don't know. You know, as you do. As you do. You call <laughs> your friends on their, uh, you, you kink shame them in public yeah. right away. <laughs> if you can't kink shame your friends, who can you? Yeah, and Mamimi <laughs> meets him outside. <laughs> at, at which point, they say it, uh, bluntly in the second episode but he is in elementary school and Mamimi is in high school yeah that like they never make it clear like specifically what grade he just says like grade school mm-hmm. yeah so I'm I'm hoping it's like more upper middle school if they're trying to go with that and it's not like a fifth grader and a high schooler together mm-hmm. Yeah, I looked it up because, like, especially with different countries, it's always tricky with schools and grades because, like, high school, you know, freshman, junior, sophomore, like, senior, like, they don't have that, I think, in any other country. And then, like, England, they have, like, primary school, which is, like, first grade to, like, fifth or something. So it's always confusing. So I looked it up. Um, but Takun's uh, 12 and Mamimi's 17. So I don't know about grade-wise, but that's their actual ages. Okay. Yeah, that's that's still not great. <laughs> not not good. It's better than like a third grader, but still yeah. not great. Still not great. So th- this immediately like when I realized this and when I heard this, I immediately was thinking like, Mumimi's not a good person. Like she seems like a good entertaining character for a show and a story, but I'm like, she's not someone I feel like the audience is supposed to have sympathy for. Yeah, she's she gets a little nuts. Yeah. yeah, especially since it's also framed as, well, uh, when we uh, get to the next few scenes, it uh, comes up again. But uh, they say that uh, she is, like, his older brother's uh, girlfriend, girlfriend? Yeah. crush, yeah. something. Bone yeah. buddy. Which kind of ties into Paul's explanation for me about why Naota and Mamimi kind of fool around. Because, like, they both kind of, they both kind of, like, lose this, they both lose him, basically, because he goes to, uh, you find out he goes to America to play baseball. Mm. Baseball. And this is kind of how they deal with it, I guess, in a very fucked up way. Yeah, it seems like they're bonding over their loss of uh, the person they both love or care for. Yeah. So, but it's, it's still unsettling that Mimi is taking her feelings both, I guess, emotional, we see a bit of, and physical, yeah. for his brother and putting him on him, who is much younger, and it's like, that's not good. 
No, yeah, it's re it's really fucked up. I guess it's probably like similar to what his brother did to her because she's like I guess like younger in high school than him, obviously because he's already gone out of high school. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, that makes sense. So, like, so it's just a cycle. Yeah, yeah, like continuing the chain of weird, abusive age relations. This is the weirdest episode of Law and Order SVU I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they kind of meet up after school, and Naoto goes home, and surprise, Haruka's his new housekeeper. Yeah, and the introduction of this is, uh, <laughs> it just cuts to, like, uh, pages of uh, manga for the rest of the scene, which is... Not excellent, because this is also how they introduce the dad and grandpa character in black and white 2D. Well, it's all 2D, but uh, just <laughs> the pages of uh, manga animated. And it's very weird. And this is mostly why I had to rewatch. <laughs> they introduced a lot of things in this drastic and sudden uh, like scene. style change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not really a tonal change, but it's the style I changed in. Knowing it was weird going into it, I was fully prepared for something like this and loved it. It was so different and you know, really well done. But if this is your first time going in, like, dudes, I can completely understand where it's like, I heard none of this. I didn't hear any dialogue. I was still recoiling from the dramatic change. <laughs> so I can fully understand why you had to rewatch this scene yeah. in particular. No, I I definitely enjoyed it. It was a cool shift, but if you're going to introduce that much vital information, as in here are two central characters that are uh, the dad and grandpa that you see many times after this, uh, <laughs> maybe don't do it in a completely new style. <laughs> maybe this would have worked better when uh, Noata and uh, his friends, or you know, characters we're already familiar with. Yeah. 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 Or even past episode one. Or even the second scene with the dad and grandpa. <laughs> yeah. I think it really sets a good point, though, for his family. Like, yeah. His, his dad and grandfather are just fully on board with this wandering stranger being their housekeeper and the grandfather's caretaker. And are just absolutely insane. Like, the dad's out of his mind. Oh, and yeah. at one point actually says, fully coolie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he says the, the title name of, of the, the show, show in the show. Huh. <laughs> they said the thing, and then Naoto says, "What's fully Cooley? And it's just like, "Oh, same." Yeah, just... <laughs> uh, I'm still wondering that. I, from what I get, I think he was just trying to ask, like, uh, Noota and uh, Hikaru already know each other, and he's like, "Now you're gonna live with each other." How are you like? How are you already familiar? How do you already have this relationship with each other? Are you going to be fooling around? Like, are you going to be cool and fooling around, fully coolly, like, and kind of just diddling each other? That's the one I got. So th that's what I thought it was. I mean, they kind of he, he talks in circles for a while, and it is just a bunch yeah. of nonsense. But like, that's what it is. Like, fully coolly is just fooling around. Yeah, I remember one. I di I didn't write it down, but he was like saying something about cupcakes. Like, finally, cupcakes or something? And I was just like, alright, he's just like... He's talking in circles, but his message is still the same thing. It's just an incoherent mess. There's a lot of going on and tweaking motions and a bunch of weird stuff I would never talk to my grandpa about. Uh, I might talk to my grandpa about it. Definitely not my... Uh, yeah, maybe not my parents. 
I don't know, maybe I'm more open about that than I should be. <laughs> or you just got a cool grandpa. <laughs> well, also, ah, he didn't give a shit. He's been through some stuff. Grandpa is kind of gross, so. He, yeah. yeah, he's pretty gross real quick. Uh, it's in the next episode, but it's not really like, crucial. But he, he asks someone to go out and pick him up and. Anna Nicole Centerfold, which is very dated and time, like, very yeah. telling of the time, because she's dead. Way to make so. that choice, Funimation. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I understand why they picked her, because she was kind of, like, the idol. I mean, we don't really have idols as much in America, but, like, she would have been, like, a beauty idol at the time Yeah, uh, that this was being written and stuff. But, like, yeah, it's very, like, oh, wow, this, how old is this? It's, like, yeah, it was... <laughs> Dubbed in English, I think, in 2002 or three. Yeah. So around then. Uh, but yeah, the grandpa's... You see where all the crazy comes from. It's uh, genetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This family has a lot going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you understand why the brother left. <laughs> so uh, Haruka is going to be living in Naota's room. Ooh. Ooh. Not on the top bunk, though. Nah. No one That's for the top. brother. Gotta preserve it. And I think... That's kind of it for the first episode. Uh, or... TV Man arrives. Oh, oh yeah. right. <laughs> the big yeah, that's scene. it for the first episode. Nothing else happens. Nothing cool. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, yes, I entirely forgot about that. Yeah, and I also, I forget um, what they talk about, but I feel like Haruka and Naota have a pretty cool conversation in his room where he, like, yells at her about something. Oh, Basically, like, he's starting to get mad at her for some reason, and then he he ends it with, if you, if you know, if you like my dad so much, you came here with him, you should go stay with him, pretty much. And then she's like, well, I'm here for you, kinda. And that's kinda weird, now that I say it back. <laughs> because she is uh, 20-ish. Well, she's... Uh, there's a scene in particular, I think she says she's 19, and then I think she's immediately called out about lying about her age. Yeah. So I think she she is 20, but lies about it. Yeah, she can't be that much older. (laughs) Yeah, so I think she was kind of, like, hinting at, like, I'm here for you, you're important, and that, you know, like a young boy, you get very flustered. And he turns very red and leaves. Yeah, run outside. Um, Yeah. Oh, and then that's when he bumps into his dad, who was, uh... He oh, yeah, saw the, the picture. Yeah, he, uh, Mamimi came by and gave him some of the pictures she took earlier because she snapped pictures all the time. She's a shutterbug. Um, and she gave some of the pictures of Noota getting hit by Haruka's getting- moped. That's right. <laughs> uh, for insurance purposes, in case he got injured. <laughs> Doesn't want to be a um, statistic. Yeah. Uh, but so his dad uh, gave uh, Mamimi a bunch of uh, day old bread. Uh, I mm. guess they're some sort of bakery or something. It's not very yeah. clear. They make bread. Yeah, um, they run a shop. Yeah. Um, so he gave her a bunch of the leftover bread from that day. And he was asking Noah if she's... Yeah. And he's pretty blunt with it. He's, he's asking if she's poor. Like, if she needs free food because they can't afford it. Um, at which point, Noah just immediately takes off and runs after her. Guess he had some things he wanted to discuss. Yeah, so they meet up again on the bridge where they were earlier... Mm-hmm. And Mamimi is eating the bread, uh, just hanging on the bridge. Has a cigarette. A cigarette. She's a she's a tough kid. She smokes. Yeah. 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 They start talking about 
yeah, how hard it is to have the brother out of the country for both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of when I started piecing together, like, oh, she's substituting Noota, like, her feelings for his brother and just putting them on him. Yeah. And so I was like, hmm, Mimi seems cool, but she's not. Like, her story... <sighs> Her, her stuff with Naota's brother is, like, really upsetting and sad, and, like, that's, I mean, that's kind of what leads her to do stuff with Naota, so mm-hmm. you have, like, as a viewer, you have, like, mixed feelings about her, because you feel bad for her, for what happened with Naota's brother, but also you feel kind of gross about her, because she's messing around with a maybe 11 or 12 year old. The prepubescent boy. Yeah. Um, she, it seems like she's in a pretty bad situation, like, you know... Uh, 17 year old's not smoking uh, just for the hell of it just for the kegs like it seems like she's like using it as a stress reliever or something mm-hmm. um, and yeah she was taking the free bread and uh, some of the other school kids have like talked about how she's kind of weird or gets uh, picked on and bullied so it, it seems like she's clearly in a bad situation but yeah. that doesn't excuse bad things she does herself yeah so yeah. It's it's unfortunate, but it's that's good character writing. Like it's good where you're you empathize with the character, but you're also not sympathizing with them. You're not mm-hmm. you know approving of what they do. Yeah, it's a tough situation. And then while they're talking, there's some weird like frequency that they hear. Yeah, which uh, triggers some pretty interesting reactions in both Mamimi and Naota. Yeah, Mamimi says she she has to fool around with Momoto or else she overflows. Yeah, and, and then was, yeah. Uh, at this time, she starts holding her head, saying like she's about to overflow, whatever that means. Oink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and what that means naturally is a giant robot out of the giant horn that was there from being hit. Uh, and this giant robot starts uh, fighting another robotic thing that sort of flies in. Yeah, it looks like a, it's a, another robotic arm gets pulled out of his head, but then gets cut off before the rest of the body does. But the arm is still, like, sentient. It's still moving around and alive. So the whole robot is fighting the one robot arm. Man, this show has everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is where I was like, oh, yeah, not Slice of Life. Got no. It. Cool. <laughs> this is the weird stuff. If it wasn't already. Right. So they fight. Robot fight. <laughs> robot fight robot fight and then uh haruka C- you said it right <laughs> did i <laughs> uh i'm reading it the entire time it's up on my other monitor and i still can't get her to it just now <laughs> she hears something or no it's her she's got like a bracelet with like a link on it like yeah. some sort of chain link um and it starts like flailing around and she looks over at where uh Noota is and starts riding over to it uh, and that's when she gets there and sees the big old robot fight. She smacks him with the base. Jumps in, slams him down. Well, she hits the full robot, and it goes from red to blue. Mm-hmm. And then, she, um, does she do the killing blow on the robot arm? Or does the robot do it? I forget. I, I think she does it. Because then that leads into Nata looking up at her and saying, In that moment, I probably shouldn't have said it, but she looks like my brother. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So it's very reminiscent of baseball and beating the shit out of people with a bass guitar. You know. Same thing. The same thing. It feels like a comparison of Sin City. Um, <laughs> so now they have a robot man. Yeah. yeah. And like, 
no one really addresses it. It just cuts to, like, the next scene, and the robot's making dough. It's like, I oh, love okay. him, and he's wearing a yeah. jacket. <laughs> yeah. I love I'm just jacket. like, oh, everyone's cool with this, okay? I love this boy. I also, toward the end, I forget, it happens earlier, too, when they just say Japanese words. It Toward the end, one of them just goes, audit? Instead of saying, like, what? In English? And earlier, too, oh, really? when Haruka's, like, shaking Naota, he says something in Japanese, but I didn't write down what it was. But I just love that they do that. I didn't even notice that. Because it really yeah, just contributes to the absolute nonsense and like, <laughs> inability to understand what's going on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was it for the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, still super confused going yeah. into episode two. We didn't even talk about the big factory that's in town. Oh, uh, yeah. Medical factory. That's just a giant iron. Like, it and just it blows steam out. Releases once a day. steam at the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah, everyone's okay day. with that. It supposedly makes, like, medical machinery. Yeah. Yeah. But that's supposedly. just, like... Supposedly. You're suspicious of it, Dugan? <laughs> oh, yeah, the giant mysterious factory in town that... Has yeah. no windows and no doors. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's super normal. I'm, yeah. I'm sure nothing bad will happen there. It's like the Wonka factory. That's normal, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think, um, again, like, this episode kind of starts, like, it seems like stuff is a little normal, except there's a robot <laughs> now. Yeah, because I do like, at the end, uh, after the robot fight, uh, Nauta is like, yep, nothing happens in this town, while a robot is just needing some bread and helping <laughs> with the store. And I was like, okay, yeah, this is, I'm, I'm into this. <laughs> just like, I, yep, normal life with my robot friend. <laughs> I have a lot fewer notes for this episode, I think, just because I was watching it, maybe. I, I, I've had a few problems like that, too, with other uh, shows we've already done, where I'm like, I have to, you know, not watch it, not be sucked into it as, like, a viewer. Like, yeah. you have to actively pay attention and write stuff down. And with this one, it's tough, because, like, as, as a viewer, you're trying to understand what's going on. Yeah. And it's hard and the, to be like, oh, that's significant, or like, that's an interesting thing that happened, because you're just watching it. Yeah, the progression just really ramps up in this episode. Yeah. Of, like, story stuff. This is a good episode. This, I really like yeah. this episode. This is probably one of my favorite episodes, honestly. It's kind of a little darker than the first one. I think it just feels a lot different. Yeah, there is some dark stuff going on. They announced that there is potentially an arsonist in town that is right around when they show uh, Mamimi playing an arson video game. Yeah, Yeah, where you light stuff on fire for Lord Conti. It's, uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it sort of seemed like they were going for a reveal at the end. Oh, Oh, is she the arsonist? But, like, the first shot, she's playing an arson video game. And it's like, okay. And she also refers to TV Robot Man as Conti. Yeah. saying pretty uh, obvious. Yeah, Yeah, it's uh, it's not their best kept secret. (laughs) I think after watching the full episode and seeing the ending, it's like, oh yeah, it's so obvious now. But early on, it's kind of like, eh. Because, I don't know, maybe it was just me. I didn't really realize what the game she was playing was at first oh paul like, asked me like straight up after we were done watching it he was like so you knew like you could tell Mamimi was the arsonist right and i was like yes <laughs> <laughs> but i guess it's not for some people it's not obvious i i kind of got the idea of it but like the game wasn't the big giveaway for me because i don't know maybe i was distracted or thinking about something else 
but it wasn't super obvious that the game was about burning buildings down. Well, it sort of, uh, in another stylistic change later on in the episode, it sort of cuts to uh, Nauta giving, like, the rule manual for the game of, like, you have to burn down all these buildings Mm -hmm. for your god, and then your god will, uh, like, release you from this world. And Mm -hmm. a, a lot of very deep stuff for what seemed like an arcade game on, like, an early cell phone. <laughs> <A> Tamagotchi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much the giveaway moment where it's like, yeah, here's all the pieces. And like while he's explained the rules of the game, they're also overlapping earlier scenes from the last two episodes and all of them centering around Mamimi and like the school she, her and uh, Noata's brother went to burnt down when they were younger. And Noata's brother saved her from the burning school and like a bunch of other stuff. So it's kind of like, laying it on pretty heavy of like if you didn't catch it yet here you go also she sits in a circle of candles with lighters on her head so i mean (laughs) yeah oh no they weren't candles they were they were were uh, cigarettes cigarettes, the ones she was smoking they had like text written on the side of them they had like words written i forget it's uh never Uh, knows best i think they're written on like all of her most of her cigarettes have that written on them yeah, oh, okay. I think it does introduce it when she's smoking on the bridge at the end of the previous episode. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, at the beginning of this episode, my first note was just, seizure warning. Because, goddamn, <laughs> last strobe, right off the bat, they do x-rays on Noah's head. Checking out if he's got, at the end of the first one, he gets a second horn? Yeah, when it opens up, he has more horns after being like, oh, that's all resolved. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot <laughs> about Nurse Haruka. I love yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, like, a s- traditional spike horn out of the front, and he's got, like, a really big, like, I don't know, flat horn out of the back of his head now. Yeah. And they're doing x-rays on him f- with the Mr. TV Robot Man. I love Who can do x-rays, because why not? His dad refers to him as TV Boy. <laughs> and that's... That, that's yes. uh, he's TV Boy to me. TV yep. Boy! <laughs> well, I think, uh, I think he can do x-rays because he's a... Uh, possibly made by medical mechanica the the medical yes. place i believe he's uh said to be like a broken medical robot that's right and he can't really do anything else <laughs> except for fighting giant robots there yeah were... he does that pretty well what's the part where he sa- i wrote down there were quotes that made me laugh in this episode and one of them was this referring to Naota's dad someone said he wrote a whole book on eva yeah yeah because mm-hmm. uh, he starts, like, kind of monologuing about... Because Noah's just giving him shit of, like, hey, don't have the robot load up your car full of, like, stuff because our neighbors will see a crazy robot and start asking questions. Which is a reasonable response. And Noah's dad just starts, like, monologuing about, like, I guess, like, free will. Yeah, and, like, what it is to, like, be human and a robot. And, like, yeah, that's when Noah just says, like, oh, yeah, he wrote a book about uh, Eva, which is evangelia and it's yes. a good joke because okay. the same company made evangelion <laughs> okay so it's makes... like a yeah which i thought that's what the laugh. joke was i thought that's what they're referencing but i wasn't a hundred percent sure so yeah. but that's good yeah um uh, I, I i think evangelion uh on our list because i haven't watched it and apparently i'm a terrible weeb yeah. for not having seen it we watched we were watching paul got the blu-ray and he brought it here to watch fully coolie and there was a trailer for evangelion and we were watching the trailer and we were like 
how come neither of us have watched this? This looks <laughs> sick. Yeah. I know it's seems like a big mech show but there's a lot of philosophical what is life questions in it yeah so i'm guessing that's what the joke in this episode was yeah it just seems wild yeah um but yeah uh i think haruka tries to break in to medical mechanica that place (laughs) oh wait uh she uh like drives her uh, moped through the glass windows because there's no doors (laughs) Right. Yeah, just the, like, lobby area. Uh, real quick, though. Yes. Uh, Noota's hat. It's, like, a headband with ear flaps. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not really a hat. It's dumb. <laughs> it's a dumb hat. Yeah. I think he looks cute. <laughs> I don't know, it just annoyed me. It looked like, you know, a hat you'd have in, like, winter with the ear flaps that you could, like, tie up. But it looked like someone just ripped the top off of it. So it's just, like, a headband. <laughs> I don't know, that just kind of like bothered me the whole episode. I was, it's like, the puffy vest for your head. Yeah, if you're exactly. only slightly cold, just put it on your ears. My ears are cold and my forehead, but not the top, not my scalp. You know, not the part where most heat leaves your body. Um, but yeah, so they break into medical... The machine... Yeah, I forget the name already. Medical Mechanica. There it is. Uh, and there's some. there's a gross man. Mm-hmm. That looks like Haruka's skirt, which is fun. He's a very sinful, disgusting man. <laughs> Get that as, big old hairy mole on his face. As most men are. <laughs> but this is where another quote that I thought was very funny comes in. When Naota gets there, and they're like, why are you here? And he's like, I have custody. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this 12-year-old boy has custody of this 20-year-old, which... He's not wrong. Like, he, he pretty much does have to take care of her so she doesn't yeah. I mean, fly she, off a cliff. Doesn't she call him her guardian? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of weird power dynamics going on. <laughs> <laughs> the power move. She flies in and breaks her moped, mm-hmm. so he comes with tools to fix it. But the tool he gives her is a Gundam figure. Oh, yeah. And when she, when she puts it on the Vespa, it just morphs into, like, a nut and screws into place sure yeah that (laughs) i was i was so thrown off by that (laughs) well even the gross security guy was like looking at it and i guess he has some knowledge of mopeds or something because he's saying like oh i've never seen parts like this or like what kind of kind of vehicle is this like and he seemed very interested in it and then that's when he's also looking up her skirt like a dirty old perv yuck (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I noticed the one scared guard was voiced by Steve Bloom. Oh. Very early Steve Bloom. Ooh. Wow. And then, yeah, after that, they leave and do things. Which I forget. <laughs> When's the weird yeah. part where they're waiting for Conti to come back from the store and it's, like, all weird looking? Uh, Does that happen uh, after this? That's later on. That's Next is uh, Nauta meets uh, Mamimi under the bridge, and where she found the cat. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and before that, it's Nauta walking across another bridge with his friends from school. Yeah. And they see Mamimi from a distance, and she's like clearly wringing out the water from her skirt, like she fell into the river like unexpectedly, and that's when. We found out more from the other kids that she gets bullied a lot from, you know, other kids in her high school. And yeah, they, a, they a, make note that she, like, doesn't act her age and is very childish. Mm-hmm. 
and a kind of a hint of another reason why she's hanging around Noota so much. Yeah. And then after that, Noota goes up to her and uh, meets her, and she's playing the you know fire starter game. That's when Takun meets other Takun, the cat. Yay! Because that won't get confusing at all. Cat-coon. Nope. <laughs> As someone who grew up with their best friend, also named Brendan, it's, it's never confusing. It's it's never a problem. <laughs> so she is a cat now. <laughs> and that cat's a spaz. Like, the cat's just freaking the fuck out in every scene it's in. Like, just darting around and jumping around. Like, it doesn't seem like it interacts with... Like, it's almost like they don't see it, but it's have, just, like, flying all over the place. Have you met a kitten? Because... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, Just, like, no one reacts to it, though, which was funny. Is this when she tells him about when she uh, saw Conti? Yes. Yeah, so she kind of goes off about how she saw Conti, and, like, that's... That kind of also, that kind of starts to give us more of a hint that she's been doing the arson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. at this point we know the rules for the video game, and she's like, I saw him. I swear I did. Yeah, because now... I'm not sure if they... I don't know, I might have missed it, but now TV Boy's got a little halo and wings tied to him. I'm not sure who tied him onto him, but that definitely gave the illusion of, like, he's a god mm-hmm. for her. So, Mamimi's going a little crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and then that's when she follows him, and he the TV Boy goes back to the burnt-down school that, mm-hmm. you know, supposedly she might have burnt down, and that Noata's uh, brother saved her from. So, and that's where he fl- the robot flies for the first time. So, I don't know why a medical machine would need to fly, but I guess he can. Gotta yeah. do that rapid emergency response stuff. <laughs> yeah, duh. Oh, it's uh, so obvious now. Um, um, and then the ne- next thing I've written down is Anna Nicole Centerfold, so I don't really know what else happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's when the, that's the weird scene. Okay, yeah, that's when it, he comes back. Yeah. If this was rough around the edges before, like, this one's, like, dirty looking. You know? Gross, nasty, squiggly lines. (laughs) Get those wiggles. Yeah, so they just sent the robot off to the store. So, if Noato was concerned before about his neighbor seeing, it's kind of out the window now. The robot's just part of the town. Yay! Yeah, your friendly neighborhood robot. (laughs) Oh, hi, TV boy. Hello, TV boy. Yeah, how you doing? I Here do for like... your dirty mags again? <laughs> <laughs> well, Hiroka uh, even says she saw him looking at hustlers at the 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. So she clearly passed by at some point of the day and saw him out about town. Just hangs out. I do like when he's loading up the car, uh, when his, uh, Noah's dad's just rambling on, you see every like few seconds a neighbor coming by and like staring and like, a little kid running around like super pumped. Like, yeah, robot man! It's like, yeah, what little kid wouldn't be? Yeah. Um, so I did like seeing that, like everyone actually reacting to it, not like this is totally normal. Yeah, just immediately accepting it. Yeah. Uh, is that when they go back to the burned out school uh, where Mamimi is? Hmm. The narrative of these episodes is so hard to follow. So I've, rough. I watched sure. this twice and I could not tell you the plot progression between scenes. Yes. This is Mumblecore at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mumblecore anime. <laughs> yeah, and it's also just like so much is happening every scene. It's like you're still processing stuff from the last scene, and they're like, oh, we're already like four scenes after that. Oh. In my notes, I have stuff written down, but I don't remember when or why. 
Like, I just wrote down Zoink Scoob, and I don't remember <laughs> why. That helps no one. I also don't remember when this happens, but Haruka calls the stuff at Medical Mechanica enemy robots. So so I said, is she trying to fight big business? And Paul kind of like gave me a <laughs> sideways glance, and I was like, oh, what is this show about? <laughs> She's fighting uh, capitalism. Um, yeah, there's a few scenes where she's, Haruka's talking to someone, and it's not very yeah, clear. She just seems to be talking like to herself. she's on the phone, or, like... But she's clearly responding, like, someone's asking questions back. And, yeah, in one of those conversations, she says, like, oh, I converted an enemy of Robot, which I'm guessing, we're guessing is Robot Boy, and that's why he was red when we first see him. Yeah. And after she hits him with the bass guitar, he turns blue, or, like, teal. Yeah. So, it's kind of implying, like, oh... Are there more of these? Is this one, like, gone rogue now? And it's kind of like the single good-doing robot? I, f- I know words. I got words. <laughs> I'm actually... <laughs> I actually brought up the episode now, and I'm watching it, because I just... So much happens. <laughs> um, I was after one of these scenes with uh, Haruka talking to someone, the cat just goes fucking nuts and starts attacking her. But not uh, Mamimi's cat. The fat cat at uh, Noota's house mm. that... At this point, hasn't done anything yet, and just just starts clawing at her for some reason. I don't know if that was actually like a plot relevant scene or if that was just like a goofy slapstick. I yeah, because in the weird cuts where she's talking to the mysterious someone, it kind of looked like she was talking to the cat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The cat was sitting on the desk and she was facing it while she was talking. So it's not sure if she's talking to you know the ether, like space, or to the cat itself. Or to someone. There's a transmission an station inside the cat. Hey, to you know what? There's planet. a robot in this boy's head. Don't doubt it at this point. <laughs> yeah. And it was about this time when, yeah, Mamimi's out by the old burnt-down school doing her weird witchcraft circle. I don't think yeah. she burnt down the school originally. I think it just burnt down when they were kids. And uh, she's there because she wants to get rid of it. She wants to get rid of this memory. So she's trying to burn down the ruins of it. Well, she says, like, uh, even later after that scene, that she hated that school. Like, she didn't like that place. I think she did burn it down, but I don't know if she necessarily burnt it down intentionally. Mm. Like, she might have wanted to get rid of it, but she didn't mean to burn it down and anyone to get potentially hurt in it. Um, but even after it burnt down, she said it's not actually really gone. Like, there's still ashes and debris and stuff. It's still still there, if not cleansed from the earth, that she wanted. Yeah, this is, so. uh, this is a moment that kind of, like, makes you feel something. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is, this is the scene where I started thinking, like, oh, I, I think whatever trauma Mamimi has gone through either started or tied to that school somehow, and, like, that's why she wanted to get rid of it, and, like, that's why she's kind of uh, a bit broken inside, and that's when Oto's brother both physically saved her from the fire and might have spiritually saved I don't know, it makes him sound like a priest. Uh, <laughs> saved her, like, emotionally. Like, she tied in that saving him from the burning, or her from the burning building emotionally with him. And then that's maybe when they started going out or seeing each other more often. And that's why she's so tied to his older brother. So, uh, surprise, another robot shows up while they're <laughs> gathered at this uh, burned-down school. Uh, and they uh, start fighting again, uh, TV Boy and this uh, new, bigger robot. Call him yeah. Internet Streaming Service Boy, because he's beating <laughs> up TV. He's killing the old industry. <laughs> ah, wow. 
<laughs> and uh, I do have something written down, and I do know what this is in in uh, response to. I wrote, "Oh fuck, bye Naota," because yeah. TV boy eats him. Yeah, this is a weird mech show now. Yeah, yeah. so uh, he eats him in a weird silhouette. We see that TV boy has a bunch of eyes and a lot of big, sharp teeth, uh, and then uh, chomps down on him, and he sort of combines with TV boy. Their souls become one. Yes, they... They drift, or whatever the Pacific Rim thing is. <laughs> oh, God. Drift compatible. That's a dumb movie. I enjoyed it. God damn it. <laughs> a lot of that's dumb as shit. Um, well, yeah, uh, so the robot yeah. turns red again, and then turns into a big old gun that oh, yeah. shoots the other robot. Uh, I notice, though, the hand of this new robot looks very similar to the hand that they fought in the last episode. Hmm? Yeah. Does it? It, so it's it seems either least... the same type of mech or robot or whatever this weird forehead monstrosity is. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it seems like it's coming from the same place. So it's definitely like uh, like it, it seems like that's the enemy that Hiroko was talking about uh, before. Oh, but when uh, Noota's in TV Boy, he's getting like a big like crazy technicolored red and green screw or pipe or something being shoved into the back of his head. Oh, yeah. And, like, Ugh. that's when they, like, fuse, like, control, like, and get, like, full Super Saiyan-y. Yeah, it turns into a light bulb that goes off as the robot transforms. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot going on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also when, uh, Haruka's, um, uh, bracelet chain thing starts flailing about again. So, clearly, whenever there's crazy big brain activity going on, uh, it's, it's something tied to her. Mm-hmm. So that's always... That, uh, increases the mystery. Uh, she runs to the scene where the robots are fighting. Uh, they blast <laughs> that new robot with the now canonized TV boy. He's Bastion uh, now. Yeah. This is very Iron Giant of, <laughs> you're not a gun. You don't have to be a gun. You're not a weapon. <laughs> you stay, I go. Um, one thing that caught me off guard is the bullet they shot goes back into TV Boy. <laughs> like, he comes back. I was like, uh-oh. I, mm, I don't know. I don't like that. <laughs> hey, it's preserving energy. I mean, like, I get it. Just seeing the bullet go back into a gun in reverse. That, no, I mean, we are all about recycling here. <laughs> That's what the show is about. Oh. oh Captain Planet. There we go. Voiced by Tom Cruise. Oh, mm. speaking of being uncomfortable, after the big fight and they're done with the superpower mode, uh, TV Boy just straight up shits out. Oh, I was not a fan of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was that was not great. Like he you flashes see a, little... a toilet paper symbol yeah. on his face, and then he comes. The uh, uh, Nota comes out all brown and slimy, and in a coil, like <laughs> straight up a turd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was weird, and he's got a new lump. Another one. Yeah, yeah. he's the. He should see a real doctor, not <laughs> not uh, Haruka. Yeah. The one who's giving him the lumps. Yeah, yes. the one who caused all of this. What are you talking about? It's fine. <laughs> Everything's great. It's like if Coca-Cola was your dentist. 
<laughs> Why does this keep happening? It's like, I don't know. Keep drinking the soda. I don't know. I've just been washing your teeth with premium Coca-Cola. <laughs> I've seen it clean a toilet. I can do that with your pearly whites. <laughs> drink this Mountain Dew. It can dissolve a rat's body. It can dissolve anything that <laughs> ailing you inside. So, yeah, that's sort of where we end off, uh, as confused as when we started. Yeah. <laughs> Not mean, a lot answered. Both episodes kind of have the same cadence, like, when you think about it, because it's just, like, to to go back to what we said before, it's just mumblecore, 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 robot fight! <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, like, the whole episode. Pretty much. Uh, oh, uh, but the endings, like, the ending credits. Oh, yeah. I love the ending credits. They were great. I knew you would. Uh, it was just such peppy like indie rock uh, Mm. intercut with like stop motion moped footage and then it was uh haruka though like messing around on the moped too like her like driving it and then like fooling around on it and then like falling off chasing after and like just all the dumb stuff she has to deal with with the moped so Mm. it's clearly not like she's not a master of it it's like a begrudging relationship I don't know um, if you guys watched, like, the, um, coming up next time on Fooly Cooly Things, but it's pretty much just Haruka just, like, rambling about nothing relevant. <laughs> which is fun. I, I, I expect nothing less from her. I watched it for the first one, and then I was like, okay, I got nothing helpful out of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I didn't really process it as much as I should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, that's what we watched. <laughs> That's, yeah. that's a third of the series, and we have no idea what's happening. Yeah, that's that was an adventure. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed uh, several parts of it. Yeah, and I think, I think I wrote this in my notes that I think knowing what it's about and like knowing the message that they're trying to tell or the story they're trying to tell, whatever it really helps like i think oh, yeah. i think now like watching it now knowing what it's about i enjoyed it a lot more yeah i hope to get to that point because yeah. <laughs> uh i did definitely on my second watch through go oh okay i i can see a lot more lines being drawn between things and things starting to make more sense but i'm i'm still sure i'm grasping about 30 yeah. percent of what i should have yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Paul, was there anything that you think we might have missed? Or, like, any little Easter egg that went by too quickly that we didn't talk about? Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we mentioned that Haruka is an alien. Yeah. I think we forgot to mention that. Because you're never really sure. She mentions yeah. it twice, but it's sort of introduced as a joke. Because uh, Naota is immediately like, yeah, right, and moves on. Yeah. Uh, so it's never like solidly established that yes, she is an alien. Mm-hmm. Trick the audience with giving the critical plot relevant information to the comedic Joker character, mm. so you don't believe him. Yeah. But she is one. Oh, damn. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so do yeah. How'd you like it? Would you continue watching it? I think knowing that it's only six episodes, well, at least for, like, this first original run, I think I will finish it as a, uh, I need to know what is going on, because I am so confused. And even when, even when you watch it, you're gonna come back to us and be like, 
what is it about? Still yeah, confused. I, and then we'll tell you, and then you'll love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to finish it, and then I'm going to go to you for the cliff notes of <laughs> everything I missed. It's like the Masons will lower your body temperature so you're just on the cusp of dying, whisper the secret, and then bring it back to life. <laughs> it makes all the sense. See, this is like the only enjoyable part of non-narrative avant-garde type stuff is uh, the puzzle piecing of trying to put stuff back together after. Yeah. I think it's good with it being so short. If this is like a 23 episode series and it was all like this, I think people would get burnt out real quick. Definitely. But because it's only six, it's like, oh yeah, it's, en- it's a nice bite-sized, enjoyable meal. Yeah, I think any more, and then they would also try to bite off more than they could chew, and uh, add 50 more nonsensicals they would need to tie in. So I think six episodes, especially if they're going this like non-linear and, uh, yeah, mumblecorey, uh, <laughs> it, it, it needs to be short. Yeah. But yay, we did another one! We won! Dugan likes the weird ones. He doesn't like the straightforward uh, Death Note narratives. A Death Note is not straightforward. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll fight you on that one. <laughs> Compared to this and Soul Eater, it seems at least more grounded in reality. A little yes. better, at least what we saw. Yeah, I am liking the a little bit more grounded stuff, and not the uh, I'm I'm the prince of a dark kingdom, and I need to. <laughs> devour all these monsters <laughs> well i guess we're not watching kirby <laughs> but that's my favorite kirby right back at you that's <laughs> only on fox kids <laughs> um but yeah good so, job yeah. paul thank you yeah that was an interesting pick thank you <laughs> definitely a good one though i think i'll probably end up rewatching it all too oh, just because yeah. yeah like you said it's only four more episodes to go yeah i yeah. definitely want to watch the rest <laughs> <laughs> just understand it better and the other one is it's a sequel series so i'm not sure exactly what's tied into it but it's like new characters new location all that and it was done last year mm-hmm. yeah i think haruka's yeah. still in it though. yeah it's haruka might be still in it there's actually yeah. gonna be it's technically two more seasons there's fully coolie progressive and then i think it's Alternative? alternative yeah and they're both i think they're both six episodes so it brings it out to 18, 18 total yeah all doable all doable yeah and since they're telling yeah. different <laughs> stories it's like keeps it interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's also been so long it's not like they pumped all these episodes out you know in one session oh yeah or one season so yeah but yeah yay Woo. good show yeah so and, uh I, I believe you have what uh, we are watching next week. Yes, I prepped a little ahead of it because I got real excited and figured we wanna we did a few weird ones. Let's do a pretty standard one that's super crazy popular right now for good reason. And the next show we're going to watch is My Hero Academia. Yeah. Boku no Hero. Ooh. Paul also yeah. really likes Boku no Hero Academia. <laughs> it's like a good old-fashioned Naruto. It's. <laughs> I love people calling it just the main character uh, Midoriya. Everyone just calls Green Naruto because he's, he's pretty much <laughs> he's a similar character but better and less annoying. Mm. Don't um, spoil it ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's part of the Shonen Jump, which are Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, like those big uh, Dragon the, Ball Z big action the fighters. Even I would have heard of. 
Yeah, a huge cast, like, 30 characters are, like, the supporting cast, like, every episode. Um, and it's just crazy stupid popular right now. Oh, yeah. So we're like, hey, let's get into this. But and for I'm, good I'm reason. Up, for good reason. I'm up to date with the show and the manga. I read and watch both. Me too. It just does it well. It's just good. Mm. So I look forward to it. And I'm a sucker for any hero, superhero tropey stuff, because I grew up with it. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to watch episodes 2, 4, and 7. Thank you for listening to Are We There Yet? Uh, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Are We There Yet for both. Thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories off of his album Beats. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. And we hope you will join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Yay! Yay.